What is up, studians? A little special note here before I begin a momentous episode, a momentous occasion for the still study. I just want to start with some thank yous here because this site, the podcast, the study sessions would not be successful without these folks. So I want to thank my mom, my dad for being supportive, listening every day. Chad, Ian, Zach, thank you so much. To my lovely wife and kids, thank you for supporting me. The early morning wake-ups to get this in knowing that this is a dream of mine, and all my friends out there, Jake, Andrew, everyone, much gratitude to you. And to those of you that support the site that I don't know, please know that you reading and listening means the world to me, and I'm looking forward to growing this even bigger and you all being a part of it. So enjoy episode 100 of The Study Session. Episode 100, I've been targeting this for quite a while now, and the day is finally here, and I am ecstatic, so happy that you've decided to join me here today in celebration of episode number 100, this beautiful September 16th, 2021, and my goodness, can't believe it, episode number 100, and what better way to kick off episode 100 than to say thank you, express my gratitude to you for being a listener, a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast, reading my work, sharing it with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. And when I started this venture, didn't think I would make it this far. But here I am, and I owe it all to your support, and here is to another 100 more. I would love to connect with you. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, or give me a follow on Twitter, drop me a line there, at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Let's connect. Let's get you on the show. Would love to do that. So anyway, here we are, episode 100, let's rock it, Thursday, and I didn't even mention that it's pre-Friday, practice Friday, we have some NFL football tonight, Thursday night, man, life is good, life is just good. So, Wednesday, injury report, first practice of the team, Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice, coach's decision Vets getting the day off to heal the bumps and bruises that come along with the game of football. Robert Spillane and Carlos Davis were limited in their participation. But other than that, the injury report is pretty free and clear, which is good heading into the contest versus the Raiders. It's a healthy Steelers squad. 
and they're going to need it to handle that firepower that was on display on Monday night. Big Ben Roethlisberger, PFF, Pro Football Focus, rated Ben as the worst quarterback in week one. Ouch. Now, in my assessment of Roethlisberger's play, he started in a shaky fashion. He wasn't settled, looked like he was nervous. But as I had said on an earlier session, they were in very hostile territory with rabid fans. If you think back last year, COVID kept fans out of games. Very few were allowed back there toward the end of the season. So those fans were fired up, hostile environment, and you were playing a quality football team with a lot of new players. So Ben was admittedly a little shaken and he said that he had some jitters as did his new teammates and I'm sure that's what contributed to his weak start there in the first half but he rebounded nicely and his play in the second half was a big reason if not the reason why the team was able to come back and win that contest I expect Ben to improve his play this week and On Wednesday, I published my second Ben Roethlisberger stat projection article for how he'll fare against the Oakland Raiders and just wanted to revisit how I did my projection for his performance against the Bills. I was somewhat close in my projection. Where I was off the most was his completion percentage. I had him projected at being at a 65% percent completion percentage he was at a 56 percent percentage in the game and in terms of yardage I had him hitting around I believe 230 yards he only threw for 188 yards in all other categories I was very I don't want to say spot on but very close maybe one or two off in terms of attempts or completions hit the touchdown mark again you could take a look at the specifics in the article I'm making these projections based on the historical data from Ben in his contest against that week's opponent. So I looked at all those contests against the Bills last week. And then I looked at his career average stat line and then looked at all the contextual factors factors in terms of the Bills and made that prediction. And did the same thing for this Sunday against the Raiders. Historically, Ben has put up some big numbers against the Raiders He's over 300 passing yards in his average against the team. In terms of wins and losses, only two wins against the Raiders. And uniquely, both of those wins have came have come at home. He's 2-1 and one at home against the Raiders, but he's never won in playing the Raiders away. So thankfully, this contest is at home. It's in Pittsburgh. He's had some nice outputs against the team. And I do believe Roethlisberger does play much more polished football this weekend. I do believe he'll exceed that 300-yard mark. Again, this defense isn't strong. The Raiders' defense isn't strong. Sure, that pass rush looked very effective against the Ravens, but be mindful of the injuries. Be mindful of Alejandro Villanueva at tackle and how he was exploited. I'm not saying that Chukawuma core for 
or Dan Moore are going to fare any better against the pass rush. But I do believe that they will come together more effectively than they did against the Bills, and they will have a better game. Ben's going to go over 300 yards, just barely. I think he's going to take one of those deep shots off of play action early in the contest, and I think he's going to hit on one of those strikes. I can envision a 60, 70-yarder, big splash play on offense to either Claypool or James Washington. And then from there, he'll just be accurate with some intermediate throws and we'll end up with a little over 300 yards this weekend. But check out the full prediction projection for Roethlisberger against the Raiders. It's on the still study. Having a lot of fun doing that. That's going to be a weekly recurring article. I'll try to have those published on Wednesdays. few other items to note here. Jerry Dulac put out his chat on Wednesday, something that I always read on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Talked about Stephon Toot's injury and that he does not see that recovery happening quickly. No timetable provided, nothing giving it in those terms. But something that we haven't really talked about is Chris Wormley's performance on Sunday. You really didn't hear his name mentioned much, which is good. But that defensive line played well. And and to its absence, if he can continue to do just that, this D-line will be in good shape. Now, obviously, it's not going to be as effective as it will be with Tuit in the lineup. But at least we know Wormley is more than capable of holding down the fort for the time being. And then one other item of note that I want to mention here is that in terms of snap counts, curiously, Pat Freyermuth had more snaps than Eric Ebron. You heard that correctly. And as I'd said at the outset of the season, that I do believe that Freyermuth were eventually pass Ebron as the number one tight end we may start seeing that occurring a little bit more rapidly than what was anticipated so very interesting going to continue to monitor those snap counts but Freyermuth with more snaps in Sunday's game than Eric Ebron and studyings man Episode number 100, as I close out the show, again, this is a big deal for me, episode number 100, when I started back in April, I didn't realize how much fun this would be, but I am having a blast doing this. I really do want to thank you for listening, for supporting the work. It does mean so much to me. Want to give a shout out to Andrew Malkasian who helped me get started with this project. It really, Andrew was the catalyst. And even though he's not on the show anymore, he's not contributing to the site. If it wasn't for Andrew, I probably wouldn't have got off my rear end and got started with this. So, Andrew, thanks for being the one to get me going here. Shout out to my dad who I know listens every 
day, every episode. Sends me a text giving me feedback on every show. So, Dad, props to you and props for sharing that with all your peeps out there in the Midwest. And then I also just want to thank those pros, the professionals, Steelers professionals, those writers, journalists who have supported me and have come on the show. It has meant a super great deal to me. Again, thanks to Alex Kazora and Dave Bryan from the Steelers Depot for coming on and helping to enhance and expand my audience. Neil Kulong from the USA Today NFL sites. Neil, thank you for, for coming on my show and being a supporter. And also want to give a special shout out to Jim Wexel, who has just been tremendous in supporting me, uh, giving me great feedback. And we have started our own Steelers Insider podcast through his site on 24-7 Sports. So again, just gratitude to all of all of you supporting me who are helping me in this process. And I'm really looking forward to the study expanding and continuing to get bigger every year to provide you with Steelers content that you want to keep coming back to, that you do want to continue sharing with your friends and family. And again, I'm just having so much fun doing it. And now, the part of the show, something that I talked about 10 episodes ago, and that was in episode number 100, I would announce the winner of the New Jersey contest. Not the state New Jersey, the new Steelers jersey contest on Twitter. Had the rules up there, had to be a follower of the Steel Study, had to retweet the tweet I put out, out there and like it and comment on the article. And the winner of the contest is nobody. Nobody. Yeah, and listen why. Here's why. I had people follow all the steps up to commenting on the Jersey contest article. That was the final step in the process. And and nobody who retweeted or liked put that comment in there. So I got to get this contest up and rolling again and got to communicate it better so that I can actually pick a winner. So there is no winner yet. So we're going to have to try this part two. I'm going to be clearer about the directions. Maybe I'll even simplify it and just make it a retweet and a like so that it's easier for all of you out there in the still study land. But anyway, much gratitude to you for being a supporter of the show, for listening to my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the still study podcast, reading my articles, following me all the way up here to episode number 100. It means the world to me. I appreciate you, my gratitude to you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Also, give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly Thank you for 100 episodes. Here's to another, I'm not even saying 100, a thousand more. Let's rock the study session every day. Let's go. This still study. This is Jeremy Ritz signing out. Thanking you for being a supporter. Peace.